Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Caesar Valencia. And my name is Lucas Gadam. And this is Explain This Senpai. Folks, we are coming at you live. We are coming at you hot, and we are coming at you mostly excited. Me, me excited. I, like We'll see what Lucas has got, got cooking there, but I think for sure we got something going on in here. Lucas, how are you doing today, man? What's the hippity hat? Tell me about yourself, man. Uh, you know, just been working hard, hardly working. You know, work hard, play hard. All the uh, yeah all anymore. The, uh, uh, yeah, working, working at the car wash. Yeah, working hard, hardly working. Just oh my god, oh this energy, I'm here for it oh. <laughs> oh well listen i'm glad that you are something <laughs> yeah i'm definitely something today that's good that's great i love that me personally i am excited to get into this episode that we have going on here but obviously we gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta set it up. We gotta set the stage for a grand performance. So, Lucas, go ahead and walk us in, baby. What's going on in this episode? What's, what's, what's the deal here? Yeah, so we have season four, episode 25 slash 84 total, Night of the End, where the end of my in- interest was found. That is a premonition of things to come here, folks. Uh, so let's, I mean, Lucas, let's get straight into it, man. Where where do we want to start here? Do we, what do we want to do? Um, I don't know. Like, the episode is pretty, like, self-contained bottle episode. So mm, we can, so. Uh, except for, like, the beginning where Jean is, like, trying to ignore Hanjasan, which... Right. Wasn't actually an interesting part of the episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That seems like a good place to start. Yeah. Um, I, man, you know, in regards to that, I, one thing that I definitely was not expecting um, it, throughout this season is the, is the character digression of Arvman. That's one of the things that I really wasn't ready for. Yeah. Um, you know, and at this point, right, with the information that we have, it makes sense, right? At this point, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is this is intentional. It makes sense. But I definitely felt like the trajectory after season three, especially with him inheriting the Colossal Titan, right? I felt like that trajectory was, okay, here is a key player in this chess game, in this attack on time chess game. This dude's like 
uh, you know, he is a, I don't even think he's a, a bishop or a knight. I think this dude's like uh, uh, a rook, right? I think this dude is so valuable. Uh, and, and, and yet we have in this whole season, it, 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 he's not just like, they're, they're not just putting him in the background. That's not what's happening. They're not just like, oh, well, we don't have much for Armin. He is getting so dejected about everything that's going on. And his confidence is just all of this was too much for our poor, poor, precious little boy. And, you know, before, right, he had at the beginning, he had no confidence. And that's because that makes sense. He's a baby, right? And and but but what helps him through is all of his all of his friends, right? I think right. of in um uh season one, I forget what episode is. It, it was uh, somewhere around the the dozen um uh the dozen mark, a little bit before that, where they are facing off with um with that that random not the commander, but the uh, I forget his name, but the dude who was like hyper uh, bent on killing them with cannons because. You know, uh, he didn't know whether they were for humanity or not. Everyone's freaking out. And Mikasa and Eren both turn to Arvin and they say, hey, what do we do? Right? They, it is an implicit trust that he will do what needs to be done. And all they do is enact it. That's yeah. their whole part. Yep. They don't talk about it. There's no discussion. They just say, you tell us. We will do. Right? And after that, you know, he does so much. He gets them out of the bell tower. He is crucial in all of these other scenarios, even with Commander Erwin being around, right? So to get here where the choice is either Erwin comes back or you come back, they choose him, and he gets the Colossal Titan, that should show the staggering, like, the staggering, like, backpedaling that he that this whole situation has done to him it it is it and 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 the thing here is uh and, and i think this is this is the pin in the cap right when commander uh hanjasan sets the meeting when she sets this meeting it is specifically with mikasa and jean it is not with the brain it is not with armin and oh she gosh, even says yeah, he was missing completely and she even says you've done well given the circumstances you too t-w-o she doesn't mention armin she doesn't say she doesn't say all of you she doesn't say you group specifically the leaders here are are jean and mikasa right and this confirms what we've been saying all along about jean's leadership skills but more importantly, it denotes Armin's severe fall from grace. This dude, the, he, the, this is this is the the war meeting, right? This is the war council, and it does not matter whether he's there or not, right? And check this out. I even looked at the episode through and through uh, a few times. In fact, throughout the entire episode, Armin says exactly one sentence even connie gets two every other person gets more than one sentence than he does 
this is intentional. His lack of confidence in himself, this situation, his reaction to it, has created a shell of who he used to be. He is literally a ghost of his former self. This episode, at the very beginning with that meeting, that's what that told me. And, oh, I wasn't expecting this trajectory to happen, but, man, is it good. Because this is, I don't know, Lucas, with that being said, do uh, what do you think here? Do you think maybe this is this is building up to him breaking out of this and, like, doing something, like, you know, classic Ardman in the last couple of episodes? Or do you think they continue it in uh, in a more cynical route where he just, or pessimistic route, where he just freezes at every opportunity? That is a really, really great question and something I've been thinking about, especially with Armin. Um, what I think they're going to do, if based on the trajectory that I've seen and them kind of going more by the script lately, I would say, and not by the Attack on Titan script, is they're going to bring mm-hmm. Armin back in like a full way. Yeah. Like he's going to he's going to have a turnaround point and I think it's going to happen soon. It has to happen soon because there's almost no time left. Yeah. yeah um yeah. but yeah, I think they're going to bring him back in a big way. Yeah. Um I and and I'll say this, regardless of what happens, I am now excited to see that, right? They yeah. have finally created and, and 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 you know, and and that goes I think this goes for for me personally was was could some of it have been cut out yes i will say absolutely i i i think they i think it they dragged their feet a little bit with it and i think it took a little bit they devoted a little bit too much time to that but i will say that the where we're at right now what it has caused is i think i i think it's great because i am stoked to actually see what ends up happening with him um it's 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 a really uh, I think it was a very cool way of kind of devising this situation, um, and and okay and speaking of a, a waste of time, I'm so happy they only did like one to two minutes of background information on Yelena. Yeah. Oh my yes. God. When the episode cut with Yelena saying, "Shall I jog your memories a bit?" I almost screamed. Because I thought it was going to be her recounting her backstory for the rest of the episode. Yeah. I, dude, I was so scared. Oh, if they had done that, I, I probably would have given up with this show. Oh, dude. I was just like, no, please, not another Annie. Please, please, please. I can't take it. (laughs) Oh, but they don't. They don't. Oh, they fucking learn their lesson i guess but it, it's just one or two minutes a little bit about yelena and then after that it gets into the core um uh kind of the uh the crux of this episode uh which is the um the the middle scene right the the conflict resolution essentially this episode is um you know it's kind of bookended it's the uh you know it's that the meeting of the war council at the very beginning and then at the end um, it is what happens after the conflict resolution. So the entire in between that is this um, is indeed this scene. Um, but 
you know, I think, you know, I think what else is beautiful that kind of gets bookended? What is that? It's the cash corner, baby. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? You strapped in? Okay, here. here I have um, goggles for you. Uh, I have a helmet. Okay, are you okay? Did you put your buckle on? Yep, it is buckled in. Click, click. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Well, welcome uh, to the cash corner and where we talk about Anchor, uh, specifically by Anchor by Spotify. Mm. So we all know Spotify. We all listen to our music there. We all listen to our podcasts there. Mm. Uh, we listen to everything there. Spotify has it all. But Spotify has also started a website slash application called Anchor where they've made it super easy to make a podcast by giving you everything in one place. It has tools that allow you to record, to edit, um, and you can do it from your phone or your computer. So they have the freedom of like, I can just be sitting on my lunch and being like, oh, let's add an ad into the, into the podcast. Boom, done. Now, here's the thing. You're all probably asking, oh, well, uh, well, I'm willing to bet that uh, because it's just a Spotify um, application that I can only use. Spotify, you distribute my podcast. Um, I bet I'm correct. <laughs> yeah, I bet that was uh, really smart of me. Am I, am I right? No, idiot. Shut up. Listen, when you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast, all right, nerds, on all listening platforms. That's right. I'm talking Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcast. I'm talking Stitcher. I'm talking about all of the major ones. And you better believe that you can do it yourself. And like I said, when I said it's everything to make a podcast all in one place, I mean they have it all. They even have like little sound bits that you can put into your to your audio that's like different sounds that they provide. They have the Spotify mm-hmm. library of music that you can add into your podcast. Like it's it's all it's an all it's one stop shop. You can add a sound bit like this. Bloop 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 bloop. And you can add a sound bit like this. Wow. Wow. Okay, so those were, um, you guessed it, <laughs> not the ones from Anchor. Those were by Lucas. But they're probably pretty similar, <laughs> if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the best thing. And again, all all of you nerds out there are just waiting to cash in on this. You're all like, oh, um, well, certainly, because it's uh, such an incredible application. Uh, certainly, this uh, must cost you upwards of, huh, I don't know, maybe monthly, $29.99. Uh, if it, uh, what I would guess is based on uh, market value share and um, where uh, the economy is right now. Certainly, that's where it is. No, stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. Anchor's free. It's It's just free. So stop emailing me and telling me that it's bad because it absolutely rules. So what are you waiting for? Turn turn it around. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Go, nerds! Also, one last thing before I forget. You can also do video podcasts now. So there's that. 
Anchor by Spotify. Thank you very much. All right. So, my pockets are full of cash, and that means that I'm ready to get back into the episode. Uh... So where do we go from there, Duke? We have this, uh, what I think is a brilliant opening. And again, all of this is showing, not telling, right? That's what makes it so beautiful. You have to look at that scene and notice, hmm, who's not here, right? So but where do we go from there? Where, where does the bulk of this episode lie? Well, the bulk of this episode lies in the woods at night. Around a campfire where Hanjasan is making some stew, spe- oh. spe- particularly a potato stew. Mm-hmm. And we all remember our favorite potato girl forever in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Classic Annie. <laughs> Classic. So, uh, I mean, I mean, what's so important about what's going on here, Duke? Walk, walk me through. What do you got for me? Well, what I have for you is we have these, the like kind of like the airing of the clearing of the air. Um, we have all these conversations between the Marlians and the Eldians um, and the Paradisians, I guess, because there's three, I guess, factions here with Commander Magath and Yelena and Onyokapan being. Oh yeah, true. Being non-Eldian and Reiner, oh. Gabby, and Falco being Eldian, but not from Paradise Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Cart Titan as well. I always forget the. I forgot the Cart Titan was there because it was for most of it, it was like a background thing, and then. There was like one line I think that the cart titan gets. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is kind of know, an interesting backdrop to have the cart titan there. It added like some true. tension for me. Mm, yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Um, you know, I, I really, really fell in love with the conflict resolution that happened in this episode. Okay. Say less. Now, so, and it, 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 and it's to me. I think it's a perfect example of what non-filler is, right? Because while this episode may have all of the ingredients of what you would think of what filler is, right? Because think about it. There's an insignificant amount of plot progression in the episode, right? Nothing happens here. Uh, and there's a tiny bit that happens at the end, but again, that's insignificant. It's it's not a major development. Uh, there is, uh, you know, there is a lot of talking. Um, there isn't a lot of action. It it is it is what you would normally. Many of you watching probably thought, oh, this is this is more filler. But the the reason why I would disagree with that is because there is instead of a plot progression. There is an emotional progression that is required here in order to move forward. That's the difference, right? Non-filler is, you know, and I think of it every time I, I think of filler. Uh, I think of one, Naruto. But uh, two, I also think of the, uh, well, you know what? Man, I was going to say an episode from, from Avatar. But even that has, oh, even that is so good. The uh, filler would be, I was going to say the beach episode, but honestly, that's like actually really good emotional <laughs> progression. So 
uh, instead, I'll say in Avatar, the recap episode. Not really a lot going on there in that episode. That is pure filler. It's pure fun, right? They're gearing up for the final. This, um, uh, you know, it's as I said in the last episode, the sheer amount of tension between both groups is way too much for the story to continue as it stands. Yeah, right? I agree. There's no way that they could just go from what happened previously and then go, okay, gang, let's get them. Like, you can't. You cannot. Because th this is a logical requisite for the sake of continuity and canon, right? Uh, and I, 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 for people who are thinking, well, maybe it could have t been trimmed down a bit. Yeah, probably. But that's this whole season. This whole season can be summed up to it could have been trimmed down a bit, right? But, but I, I mean, within it, right, just that alone I think is fantastic. I, I love that acknowledgement that they're not just saying, you know what, we're just going to move forward anyways, and, you know, whatever conflict resolution, we'll just ignore it. They didn't, and I, on top of that, what they did with Commander Hanjasan I think is brilliant as well. She took a back seat in this long old scene, right? The front of this episode is is Commander Hanjasan heavy, and then for the conflict resolution, she's just making a she's just making a soup. She's just a soup gal, right? But it's because she knows that even if she were to command the rest of the scouts to team up with the Marlians, the partnership between both groups would unfurl rapidly, right? If she were to say, you know what, Scouts, we're going to go along with it. Get over your beef with them and put it in the soup. We're just going to move forward. The Scouts would say, okay, because she's she's their commander, right? But they would fail at stopping Aaron before they even left the forest. There is no reality in which it works. This plan needs to work. So instead... You know, she plays comedic relief in this episode, and it lets everyone air out their grievances because only then could both of these parties work together. She knows this, right? And the writers know this. And so, you know, she, she is giving her scouts autonomy of their individual participation in the mission ahead. She, If at one point in time, Mikasa said, it's too much for me. I, I can't work with them. She would, you know... Commander Hanjusan would just say, okay, that's that's your right. See ya. Because it still needs to happen. She says we need allies. We, we all of us need each other, right? And, oh, I mean, it's just such a good line. After Jean, after this intense conflict resolution, Jean beats the shit out of Reiner. And then he just leaves <laughs> Commander yep. Hanjasan just says, Jean, what about your seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's so good. Because it's so serious. It's so, she is so serious when she says it. Oh, dude, I nearly shit myself because I was laughing so hard. It's so good, right? Yeah, that one, that got me too. So this, this, the, uh, that conflict resolution, uh, I, I think was just really well done, right? 
Because I think this is what you the kind of stuff that you need to do, right? This reminds me of the couple of episodes that happened after um, the uh, Annie, the Annie in the Forest arc. There were a couple of episodes afterwards where there wasn't a lot of plot progression, but there was a lot of progression in the in the way in which the characters uh, that informed the way that the characters were going to act in the next couple of episodes. They were key episodes in building the stage for that, and it's it's not nonsense. That's the key thing. And this episode here isn't nonsense. There's a little bit of comedic relief, certainly, but it only happens a few times with Hanjusan. It's 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 I think twice, right? Um, but overall, I think the episode is this. Essentially, why I like this episode so much is because it's so far removed from the other slow-moving episodes in this half of the season so far, right? Uh, like, and and again, I keep coming back to it because it it I really do think it was that bad. Giving Annie just like. 13 minutes of just this sob story backstory who cares it's too late it's too long you can't devote that much time this close to the finish line you it's just it's just bad right and so and instead i would have loved to have seen something like this right dealing with that i would have loved to seen more of the conflict resolution or or the amicability, the partnership, the friendship between uh between her and and Hinge, right? I I I think that would have been so much better. I would have been moved by that, right? It's oh and and to think that they just that th- that thing they have is right at the beginning. And then nothing because it's just Annie's backstory and then a letter for Hint. And that's it. And it's like, why? Why? I w- you bring back a character that is so good to bring back. You add in this dynamic between the two of them. And then you do nothing with it? Come on, right? So I, I think if the previous episodes had been more intentional like this one, I would have been much happier. Because that's what Attack on Titan has done all along, right? Even the slow parts have depth. And this, to me, has a lot of depth. Uh, and, you know, uh, uh, you know, like, for example, the begging scene. It's it's just a small little moment in the conflict resolution. But the begging scene between uh, Gabby, uh, Gabby Falco and Jean. Yo, I honestly didn't expect that to hit me as hard as it did, but I cried. Wow. They, okay. They they were begging him. Yeah, they begging were. him, right? And I I think that speaks volumes. They're not begging Mikasa. They're not begging Commander Hanjasan. They're not begging Armin. They are begging Jean of all people, right? Because that's who Jean is. That's who Jean has always been. He has been a person. For the people, with the people. That's his whole thing. Yep. Right? Oh, th- that was so good. And 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 they did right by Mikasa too. They did right by her because that interaction between her and Annie, oh, beautiful. It was intense. It was gripping, right? And she ultimately just says, oh, fuck off. 
And so, uh, but Jean, Jean is the linchpin. And that's the thing, right? And, and, I, and I will say this. If this is a little taste of the Gabby Gambit to come, to me, I'm back on the positive side. This may work if they keep doing this. If this was, which I, God, hope it's not. If this was the entire Gabby Gabbit, <laughs> that is a failure. But if this is a little taste of what's to come with Gabby, oh, I think we're in. I think we're in for something, something juicy. Okay, interesting. I'm I'm liking the positivity. It's I, I just I thought it was good. I mean, honestly, I think this episode kind of rules, right? And this kind of like undertone, um, you know, Loki kind of way, right? I mean, the writing, brilliant. The ambiance. They're having these discussions and they do these 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 beautiful color schemes throughout the conflict resolution where they're panning the trees, they're purple all the way down, right? And then it goes to the fire, right? It is this this clear juxtaposition between cold, uh, between cold and mysterious, and then also passionate. It it it's it's so right. And at the end, the music abruptly changing to a minor key when they pan over flock to to you know to create that sense of uh to create that sense of of, of tension within the viewer. It's it, it it's firing on all cylinders. E- even though there's no act, no act, you know, no action here. No one's fighting. Blah blah blah. Major plot developments. I think this episode has all of the elements of every single other wonderful episode that has been written. I think it's so good, right? And to top it off, this is without even mentioning the magnificent cart scene at the end. When Jean is talking to Gabby, Reiner, and Annie. And when, you know, Jean says a bunch of sentences to Gabby uh, and, and, uh, and, what's his name? Andrew? Falco? That's the one. So when, Ga- when he's talking to Gabby, uh, uh, Gabby and Andrew, and, he's, and he just says, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I, 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 you know, I forgive what it was, da, 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 da. And there's like, and Gabby's like, oh, my gosh, that's okay, cool, cool, cool. And he just says one sentence to Reiner. and says, Reiner, I don't forgive you. Right? He goes from talking a lot with Gabby, one sentence to Reiner, and then – and he's the one who initiated both of those. And then what happens is poetry. This is Shakespearean poetry. He does not initiate the conversation with Annie. Annie does. And she says, and me? And all we receive is this painfully pregnant pause. I lost my fucking mind. That was a classic Attack on Titan writing masterstroke. That was, I could write a paper on how good that was alone. And that whole scene was like 30 seconds. Oh, that scene was, and 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 that's the stuff. That's the stuff that in this episode, to me, was like there's something special here. This is what I wish every other slow episode in this season had done, but you know, alas, here we are. 
So before we get into uh, our grand finale of Predict This Senpai, uh, do, uh, did we miss anything, Lucas? Are we? Uh, d- did we forget to, to mention any any major key key points here? Um, I would say the only thing that I feel like we just lightly touched on was like John imagining he had a family. Mm, yeah. And how that made it like the reason why he wanted to like n- ignore Hanjasan. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I thought that was like a really interesting moment. We've never really seen that side of Jean before. We always knew that he wanted totally. to be in the inner city, but we never really knew why. I mean, other than like of it being Kush, but yeah. now we know it's cause he wanted like to have a good life for a family. Yeah, which I found so fascinating because John just didn't seem like that kind of guy to me. Uh, but he's, you know, he's the people's man, and so the people's man should have a family. I guess that was uh, that was really uh, fascinating to me. Yeah, I agree. And and honestly, now that you pointed out, I, I think that man. I, I, again, this I I don't think this episode. I, I don't think it misses because I think that. Think of specifically what it was that Gabby said to try to convince him. She said, "My, f- I know what we did to you. I know what we did to the Paradise Island, but I have my family back home. I have my dad back home. I've got everyone who we care about is back home. Please help us. Again, it's the showing and not telling. He didn't have an inner monologue. He didn't say... Oh, you know, I always wanted to also have a family to protect, and that's why I wanted to go into the MP. Oh, and now she's saying this. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I should help them out. None of that. None of that. Because it is implied from the very beginning. Oh! God, this episode's good. And you can quote me on that. So, now... The moment we've been, ooh, anxiously anticipating. Predict this senpai. So, as you all know, after the end of episodes three, six, and nine, uh, because it the this last half of this of uh, season four is twelve is a twelve episode batch. Uh, we will be saying our predictions for the following three episodes. Uh, currently, the ones we're going to go into are our predictions for episodes eighty two through eighty four. And, uh, or episodes seven, um, seven through nine out of the twelve, uh, you know, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, and if you would like to join along with us, uh, start sending in your predictions now for the final three episodes. This is it. This is not only, I mean, crazy that it's the final three episodes. This is your final chance to get a predict this. Uh, in with us and see where we end up. And again, those are going to be for season four, episodes 26 through 28, um, or episodes 85 through 87, whichever way you know you want to look at it. Uh, and what did we... Let's run through yours real quick, Duke. Uh, so, what did we have at the very top? You got yours in front of you? I do. Okay, go for it. What do we got? Connie dies. And... Eh. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen, huh? No. Um, and another primary Marleyan character dies. Nah. 
No one died. Everyone's alive. Everyone's safe. Everyone's (laughs) all cozy. Uh, And then you also had confirmation that Levi is dead. Right. Which was was the opposite. We got the opposite of that. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Which is what I expected. That's why I made the prediction. Yep. Uh, And then uh, both of us failed the Predict the Senpai listener submission, which is, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I put down the final confrontation between the Marley and Tynes and the show's protagonists, which, I mean, we got the opposite of that. No, I want to give that one to you. Wait, why? Because it was the final confrontation between them. Uh, Around the campfire. You don't think they're going to come to blows in the last three episodes at all? I I think if they don't, you retroactively get this one. I I'd say this mm. one isn't isn't off the table. Mm. All right, okay. That's what I was thinking oh. I, when I saw this episode. I was like, you know what? This could be the final confrontation. It was just All done right. with words instead of well, a little bit with fists, considering Jean and Reiner. That is true. We are we are holding our breath on maybe that one. You heard I mean, listen folks, I didn't say it. Lucas is the final arbiter and judge. So if he says it, then we're going along with it. All right. That one we are we're gonna see. We're gonna see, but I might get a retroactive point on that one. Uh death of another primary character, a la Kanye Jean. No shot. Uh, and then Hanjasan, which I, uh, uh, which I was rewarded with <laughs> literally the next episode. Which yes, was great. it was great. So two out of four on that one. Well, the one out of four, potentially two out of four. Uh, this one uh, was zero out of four on yours. Man, this show has really got us on our toes, huh? Yeah, it does. Okay, so new predictions. Here we go for the final three episodes and. Folks, as a bonus, um, we're switching it up on you. We are also going to do a bonus final predictive senpai for the last episode of the show. So, you actually get two opportunities to send something in. Yeah, I know. I wanted to bait you in because I wanted you to start writing it up. And maybe you're halfway. You're like, oh, you got me. But it's fine. Just send two of them in. So my predictions overall on the final three episodes of the show we love to talk about, Attack on Time. Number one, I think it should be obvious to everyone, but I'm here for the easy points, baby. Aaron dies. Absolutely. Without question. Homeboy, we're going to get a long scene, and he's like, soup, and he's just going to die. Uh my next prediction is no more slow episodes. Uh, I think at this point in time, that's over. I think this is the final rest. And, and again, I think uh, because of the title of this episode as well, uh, I think it is also predicting that. That it's it, they're done. They are done with um, any kind of emotional progression or filler. I think it's all killer now, baby. Um, and... So I think that I, I kind of went back and forth on this one. 
and and honestly, I went back and forth specifically because of this episode that we just did because of the conflict resolution that happened. But I don't I don't think it's going to be enough for a couple of people. I think that conflict resolution was obviously enough for Jean. Uh, I think it was enough for Gabby. Uh, I don't think it was enough for everybody, though. I still don't think everyone is satisfied. Um, specifically, uh, I really don't think Mikasa is satisfied. I think her and Annie were going to see some stuff go down. So uh, I think my prediction here, and we can we can workshop the wording, but my prediction is that the alliance is going to dissolve. Uh, and that is, and there will be, there will be a bloodbath because of that. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any reality, um, in which this alliance, uh, again, I think for some people, I think they're, I think they're chill, right? Jean, again, the, the people that I mentioned, I think they're chill. They're fine. But for other individuals, no way. There's no way Mikasa walks away from that campfire and says, okay, hunky-dory, me and Annie are going to go get Manny Petties. Like, there's no way. Uh, I, I, I think something is going to break there. Uh, so those are my predictions so far. Lucas, what are your major ones here, bud? I've been dying to hear yours. Okay, well, uh, two of ours are really similar. So I'm going to okay. go with the one that's not similar. Uh, I'm Ooh. saying final rematch between Zeke and Levi. Oh, cool. I love that. I think that's super sick. Because they're both in, like, kind of beat-up states right now. So I think True. I think it's going to be a pathetic fight, but I think it's still going to be a fight. I'm into that. I think that's sick. Uh, what else you got? And then I actually did have a breakdown of Alliance as well. Ooh, very cool. So, yeah. Um, and then, finally, uh, I think it's going to be... I, I don't know how to put this exactly, but um, that someone's going to... I think someone is secretly a Jaegerist. Interesting. So you mean out of the the people in the alliance? Yes. Someone in the alliance is a Jaegerist. Whoa. So you think, oh, dude, imagine if it's, oh, dude, imagine if it's Armin. Oh, gosh. Oh, dude! Why did you have to say this? Oh, man. I didn't even think of that. He's so broken! It could easily be him! It could. He could just he could just be holding his tongue because so, he's going to help Aaron because he knew this uh, plan was going to happen. That's could be, that could be what his brilliant prediction was. What if he doesn't have a good... Like, uh, he, like, rises up to the challenge and instead he becomes a madman. Exactly. And he defends Aaron. He becomes, he's a Jaegerist. <sighs> Lucas, you suck. Oh. Well, you heard it here, folks. Armin's going to go berserk. He's going to fucking die because he's a Jaegerist. 
God, why'd you have to do that? Uh, okay. So, uh, and as a special treat, y'all, uh, I don't think, uh, I think we have to, we have to get a death count at the end of this season. Who will be standing on two feet and who will be, who will be put, uh, into the ground? Some of them, maybe not, maybe into a stomach, but you know. Uh, so we're going to run through the characters, and we're just going to see, you know, go off our our intuition, and we're going to see who it is that we think makes it out alive. So, Lucas, let's get into it, baby. All right. The first character – I this is in no particular order, okay? The first yep. character I have at the top of the list, because I think it's the easiest one, I think we're going to agree on this one, is Levi. Um, You know what? I think he lives – I also think he lives. Uh, there's no way. There's no way. If they didn't kill him off the first time, they can't kill him off now. It would be stupid. It would be so dumb for them to say, ha psych, he's not dead. Okay, but he's dead now. It, that would be, oh, dude, if they even don't even think about it, creators of this show. All right, keep going. Next I have, because I think this is also an easy one, Mikasa. Uh, alive. Yep, lives. She's got us. She's too precious in her hearts. Mika's a forever. Beju, beju, beju. Uh, Armin. I think homeboy dies. Interesting. Interesting. I think he lives. Uh, uh someone's gotta go. At, at a, and and obviously Aaron's gonna die. Yeah, th- there's no question about that. But it can't. Armin and Mikasa can't both. There's no way. I take it back. I think he lives. <laughs> okay. I take it back. I I I play the episode in my mind, and I see I see a future where Armin and Mikasa are like holding each other, and. And they're like, oh, we did it, but he's dead. And they're, like, crying. Yeah. Um, and they're, like, talking. You know, they have to they have to talk in, like, the final episode. So I, he's, he's, he's alive. Never mind. I take it back. Armin's alive. I have a caveat, though. Oh, on Armin? No, on Mikasa and Armin. If e- oh. if, if they if, – it's not going to be just one of them. Either they all die or just Aaron dies. Ooh. Spicy. God, I hope they don't do that. That would be – brutal uh but they have been brutal before okay jean for me the the coin flip is this is the hardest one for me because for me the coin flip is jean or connie i don't think both die i think one dies interesting uh they already killed sasha and i think to make it even more brutal i think you have to kill another one oh man uh, you know what? I'm just not going to think. I'm just going to say. I think that Jean, I think, I, I, <laughs> I think that Jean is going to die. There it is. Okay, and then that means you think Connie's going to live. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the next one. I have them both as dying. Oh, you think that tri you think that trio just all just goes away. Yeah. 
Oh, that's brutal. Oh man, if that happens, that's that's rough. Gabby. Uh, without a doubt, she lives. I think you can't do the Gabby Gambit and then just have her die off. I think it's too much to ask. I think so, too. Uh, I think his name is Flack, the red-haired guy. Uh, Flock. Flock. Oh, I have been. I'm. This is in all caps, baby. D-E-D, dead. Yeah. Flock's going down. God, I can't wait to just, I hope, it's brutal. I hope they, like, get their hands up his butthole and rip out his guts. Oh, I hope, I hope it's slow and painful for that mother. I have been waiting for him to die since season three. Wow. (sighs) Anyways. Now, the one you can never remember, Falco. Who's that? Let's see, Flacco. Uh, I think Flacco. Wait, he's a Titan. Yeah. Whoa. Dude, I think he might die. Interesting. I think he might die. Because I think that keeping Gabby alive and then him, like, dying, I think that changes the where the trajectory of the show goes at that point. And I think it's, it's going to be something spicy. I think Flacco dies. Okay. Okay. Annie. Uh, do you have uh, Flacco as living? No, I have him as living, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Annie. Uh, bye-bye, Annie. Interesting. I also have Annie as dying. Bye-bye, Annie. Listen, she, she, you know, she could, well, we can all cherish the pie-eating scene and know that, you know, her days are numbered here. I'm actually changing my answer. I'm going to say Annie lives. Annie lives! Solely because I think Annie's going to go home to Marley and find out that her dad is dead. Oh, that's actually pretty sick. That's the only reason but, why uh, I think she might live. Yeah, my head canon though is I'm seeing an, I'm seeing a scene where Mikasa fucking dices her up. Yeah. And Mikasa just fucking goes to town on her. Yeah. That's what I'm living for. Okay, Reiner. Uh I I think this one I, I think, like, sh- you know, like, some of these deaths are going to be shocking. I think this death is going to be, like, really satisfying. Um, Reiner, Reiner has to die uh, just because of the buildup from the beginning of this season, from the beginning of season four. Because, um, I mean, you know, he's been saying it from day one. Like, it's my time, right? Um, and I think it's going to – I think it's going to be, like – I wasn't Team Reiner at the beginning of this season. Right now, I'm Team Reiner. And I and I am really excited for him to die because, like I said, I think it's going to be really satisfying. I think it's going to – like, not like he's – yeah, they got him. But, like, I think it's going to be a perfect kind of resolution to his story. Um, 
uh, I think it's going to be really cool. And it's going to be a really cool send-off for him. Interesting. So, yeah, I have that he died. So that's what I'm hoping happens. But I'm also – I also have this feeling that, like, since he's so ready to die, he's not going to die. Oh, that would be brutal. Yeah. So I'm going to oh. go out on a limb here and say Reiner like lives. Man, imagine Reiner lives and Gabby dies. Imagine. Imagine. Oh, that would be – now that's pod racing. And this uh, is similar to me predict the, the Reiner living is me is my similar prediction to Levi being dead, where I expect him to to die. Oh, I see what you're saying. But I'm I want to go like go with my gut here and say that he lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Because I don't usually go with my gut. I usually go with my brain, and my brain's mm. usually right. My gut's usually wrong. But I'm I'm giving my gut a chance here. Yeah, I'm a. I am a man of passion. I go with what the belly wants. Uh, Hanji. Anyone else? Han Commander Hanji-san. Put some fucking respect on her name. Commander Hanji-san. Commander Hanji-san will live, and she will die over my dead body. Nobody touches Hanji-san. Nobody touches the commander. They can't kill Hanji-san, I feel like. This is like the one character on this list I feel like can't die. You, because if they do, I will burn all of my Attack on Titan merch. I don't <laughs> give a shit. They, every fan will go out and they will, they will protest for Commander Hanjasan. There's no way she dies. No way. Cart Titan. Ooh, what is her name? Is it Martha? I forget. That's why I have it as Cart Titan. The Cart Titan, I think, is going to be a... <sighs> Man. I, th- uh... I think the lineage of Titans dies this season. Okay. Interesting. Oh, shit. That would mean Armin. Yeah, that would mean Armin. Oh, no. What did I put? I put he died? You put he lives. Oh, I changed my mind. Damn it. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I think I think Cart Titan dies. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think we say bye. I think she's escaped death too many times. Zeke. Oh, bye-bye, Zeke. Bye-bye, Zeke. It's been fun. Hope you find your... Do you think he dies? Yes, absolutely. I think Zeke died. Oh, that's going to feel good, too. And not not in the Reiner way. That one's going to be like, yeah, here you go, you fucker. You deserve this. That one's going to feel good for me. And then I know this is one we already predicted, but last and not least, Aaron. Oh, yeah. Y'all, if you don't know that, <laughs> if you don't know that Aaron dies in this last season... You got another thing coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aaron has to die. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. There's a reason I made that my major prediction, because he there's no there is no universe. There's that that's the easy point for me. I need to get something on this final predict this senpai. That's my safe one. Oh boy, we have a very, very fun list here. And I I am so excited 
to see how this one pans out. Yeah, oh, me too. Man. Oh my gosh. This oh I I here's the thing. I hope there are major. I feel like there's gonna be major upsets to both of us, and it's gonna feel oh it's gonna be nuts. So yeah, I'm gonna love it. If if either of us gets a hundred percent, I'm gonna be shocked. There's no yeah. There's no universe, dude. There's no universe. I I would be sur- I I would be amazed if one of us got like an eighty percent. You know. Yeah. I think it's gonna be good. Oh man! So, uh, once again, if you have predictions for the final three episodes and would like to join us in doing so, where can they send those to Lucas? You can send those at uh, explain this senpai at gmail dot com. Explain this senpai at gmail dot com. I wanted to thank Vantage for the use of our theme song, Count What You Have Now, off of the album J-Funk City, Vantage's edit collection. You can find details in the description below, and you can find their album everywhere you listen to music. Go check it out. Y'all, if you haven't already, what are you doing? Just just pull it off like a Band-Aid. I would like to shout out my new boss, Greg. Uh, thanks, for, Greg. thanks for uh, teaching me so much stuff i really appreciate it so thanks greg 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 uh what have you been interacting with this week z's uh i have pretty much just been grinding elden rings oh and i know i said it last episode but y'all i i do not stand corrected. I stand affirmed. This is one of the best games that's just ever been made. It is. It is. Whew. This is one of those. Uh, uh, this is one of those like quintessential, like founding pillar kind of games. It is. If you like video games and you play video games at all, just just buy it. <laughs> Uh, what are you beginning it to do? I'm still on that Lost Ark grind. I joined a guild. I joined a Discord. Um, oh. Shout out to them. I am I am Greg, deep Greg. in. This Korean MMO has its fangs in me deep, and I am oh. just grinding away. Uh, but the other thing I've been doing this week is um, oh. I re me and my wife started uh, watching The OC. Yo, let's go! So that's what we're working through right now, is uh, the OC. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, I am also halfway through, uh, I think halfway, maybe a third, um, through Love is Blind Japan. Uh, oh. Y'all, if it's if it's based in Japan anywhere, ugh, I mean, you already know. You already know what it is. I have no plans on watching any of the other Love is Blinds, but Love is Blind Japan, uh, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it rules. Uh, And if you wanted to tell me that I'm wrong, that the other Love is Blinds are good, then I will say no. (laughs) But you can do that anyways, because, you know, I would love to hear from you um, on Twitter or Instagram at itsees underscore. I-T-S-C-E-E-Z underscore. 
Um, oh yeah, I didn't do that. Whoops. <laughs> no, I, would, I got it. I got you. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lucas Gadam, L-U-C-A-S-G-A-D-D-A-M. Come talk to me about Lost Ark or whatever you want to talk to me about, honestly. But, yeah, that's what I'm talking about right now. Uh, and, y'all, this is, uh, you know, as we reach kind of the end of season four, um, we, uh, I mean, we would genuinely love to just uh, to hear your feedback, you know, how – um, how you felt about, um, you know, the, the show so far, what we can do to improve or just things that you really enjoy. We want to be able to, you know, kind of curate this experience for you. And the best way to do that is by rating uh, and reviewing the show. And you can do that on every medium. You can do it on, on Apple Podcasts. You can do that on, uh, on Spotify now. Uh, and you can do that uh, wherever it is that you're catching us on. So uh, I think you can do that for us. Uh, I genuinely uh, cannot express in words uh, and that's my job is words. Uh, and I cannot express enough how much it means to us, uh, to both of us, uh, every, uh, for each and every single rating review that we get. Uh, and, you know, as a little bonus, we get we will read your uh, rating and review on the show. So if you want to make it one of those fun long ones, hey, go for it. We'll read every word of it. Uh, but that's going to do it for us today. Be sure to join us for another episode of Explain the Senpai. But until then, class is dismissed.